Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international news. 21 minutes after 6, good morning in the Middle East. The four-day truce, which started on Friday, has been formally extended, but there has been, at least as I understand it, one skirmish involving people from the Israeli Defense Force and members of Hamas. Meanwhile, the United Nations Secretary-General, Antonio Guterres, has said all hostages should be released. Under the current deal, Hamas is releasing Israeli hostages on a day-by-day basis, while Israel is releasing Palestinian prisoners that's holding in its jails. Of course, uh, this means, as you know, there's been huge damage in Gaza because of the Israeli bombardment there. A, a huge, a large number of Palestinians has been killed. 1,200 Israelis were killed during the Hamas attacks at the beginning of October. Shafiq Morton is a journalist who spent much time in the Palestinian in Palestine. He joins us now. Shafiq, good morning and thanks for your time. Morning, Stephen. The obvious question, now that the truce has been extended by a couple of days, is it possible to make uh, this peace permanent or at least stop a return to the heavy fighting and the bombardment of Gaza that we saw? Well, Stephen, I mean, I think that is is the great hope at the moment. I mean, as we go into day six of a truce or whatever um, a person might like to call it, um, we do know that the director of the CIA is in Doha and Qatar at the moment. Israeli intelligence officials are there. This is pretty much back-channeling at the moment. We do know that Blinken uh, has to go to the Middle East very soon. So it's critical at the moment, and I think everybody is hoping that some kind of deal can be made to stop what the international community has been labeling as a genocide inside Gaza. Um, It seems Hamas wants the truce. Is Israel prepared to accept a longer-term peace or a longer-term ceasefire? That, unfortunately, is an open question, because if you look at the rhetoric that's coming out from Israel, Benny Ganster said yesterday, when this truce is over, we're going to carry on with the bombing. And uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, uh, who is uh, a maniac, it seems, is determined to drive every single Palestinian in Gaza either into the Mediterranean Sea under the ground or into the, the sands of the Sinai. Unfortunately, one has to be as crude as that about what appears to be the um, ground zero plan, as it were, or the end game for people like Netanyahu. But it does seem at the moment, as we have to, we have to try and find out, is this rhetoric or is it not? Some people think it isn't, but I think the, to take the positives, at least we've had six days of something of a ceasefire and Gazans of one million who are IDPs within the territory can at least have some moments of peace and try and collect themselves. One of the key factors in all of this is um, what's driving Israeli public opinion. And what we've seen is that the families of the Israeli hostages taken by Hamas have put huge pressure on Israel, on the Israeli, um, uh, the the people in power, on the Israeli government, I should say, to try and and basically get the Israeli hostages held by Hamas released. At some point, so, so this is one of these terrible, sort of quite a grisly thing, where it's hostages per day of peace. At some point, all of the hostages taken by Hamas will have been released what happens then? And that's where I think things start to get very sticky. The internal politics inside Israel could change. Well, in fact, you're putting your fingers on an important pulse. The internal politics of Israel at the moment are utterly chaotic. Um, One can see that their political responses to the 
crisis has been pretty much ad hoc and uh, not exactly uh, sane at times. Uh, Israel at the moment is, um, I think, inside the reports that we're getting is that the society is starting to divide, although the extreme right-wingers at the moment are in power in the Knesset. But if you look at the real fallout for the uh, conflict for Israel, the Israeli Central Bank itself has agreed that so far the costs are 53 billion US dollars. The shekel is shrinking against the US dollar. Inflation is hovering in the background. Ratings agencies are getting a bit edgy and so on and so on. GDP could uh, uh, deteriorate or decrease by 10%. So there's a lot of consequences that Israel is going to have to face going forward, which may militate for um, them keeping quiet about uh, bombing Gaza again. Shavik Morton, thank you. Do appreciate the time. Agenda, strong views there, of course, many strong views, as you know, on the conflict in the situation in the Middle East.